Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Doing great, man. Doing great. Yep, Joe, no, big show today. So Joe's like, I'm keeping this to a minimum. Yeah. We have so much to talk about. Last night, I was on Hannity's show on Fox, and the news had uh, broke just before we got on the air about the Mike Flynn sentencing paperwork released. And man, does it tell a story. Oh, boy, does it tell a story mm-hmm. for you. Again, it's all coming. I told you it's going to be a week of big news. Again, I, I understand the uh, the passing of George H.W. kind of threw the news cycle into a loop, understandably so. Um, I know some of you were looking forward to a lot of breaking news earlier in the week. It didn't go anywhere. Please trust me. The news did not go anywhere. Nobody's suppressing the story. It's not some big scandal at Fox News to make it go away. I promise you, the people on this are on it. Um, I was on last night on Hannity, and it had literally, the story broke like 10 minutes before Hannity went on the air. I was supposed to talk about something else. Um, I It is one of the few times I was on the air where I got off, and I was like, darn. Like, there was an, I, I just, I wanted to say something so bad, which I'm going to get out today. Um, and, and I'm glad you're tuning into the show. And that's why I tweeted out right after I got off the air. Please, please do not mix my podcast today. And here it is for you. Here's what we're going to talk about. All right. It is now transparently obvious to anyone with a functioning brain cell that Mike Flynn was set up. Mike Flynn was set up by the Obama administration. The evidence is overwhelming. And Bob Mueller's here to clean up the mess. No doubt now. No doubt at all. I got off the air, ran into the bedroom. My wife was uh, uh, in bed, was getting ready to go to sleep. I'm like, I, I wanted to say this so bad last night. It is so obvious now. All right, I'm going to walk you through this, and you're going to be like, wait, what? Yes, this is going to be a good one. All right, today's show brought to you by our buddies at GenuCell. Christmas is here, ladies and gentlemen, but that sagging jawline and double chin don't have to be part of your holiday celebration this year. Now you can just make them disappear. Introducing the brand new GenuCell jawline treatment with dual peptide and MDL technology. Chamonix's most advanced technology ever. It not only tightens saggy jawlines, but it also plumps the lipophilic layers of your skin to contour and define the jawline within minutes. Look at that. Using peptides and metolactones together for the first time, it works amazingly fast, and the results get better every single day. And for the next two weeks, the GenuCell jawline treatment is yours absolutely free when you order the GenuCell for under-eye bags and puffiness. And for results in 12 hours, GenuCell's immediate effects is also free when you call or click now. My wife my mother-in-law love this stuff. It's legit. The stuff's the real deal. It's really good. Text the word young, like the opposite of all, because you will look young after trying this. Text young to 77453 or go to GenuCell.com. End this year on a high note with beautiful skin, no bags and puffiness. <laughs> what are you laughing at? And a tighter, higher jawline. Joe wants his stuff, too. You don't look that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Text YOUNG to 77453 or go to GenuCell.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L, GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com, or text YOUNG to 77453. Stuff is really great. Okay. Folks, Mike Flynn um, was set up, as I said. It is now clear as day. Let me walk you through what happened here, uh, what the, the the little tidbits and nuggets in the, in the Bob Mueller sentencing paperwork, and some, uh, let's say, some... Clues given to me by contacts of mine that have uh, dialed into the Dan Bongino Noron Network. <laughs> like it. So I was thinking yeah. of a way to sum this up, and I always test these things out on Paula first at yeah. night because I want to make sure they're understandable to the audience. And 
after three or four tellings of the story, she finally got it this way. Folks, two things happen on December 29th. December 29th of 2016. This is a pivotal date. On December 29th of 2016, the Obama administration, and let's be clear about this, the Obama administration that cannot stand Mike Flynn for a number of reasons. Uh, Mike Flynn was the, the Lieutenant General Mike Flynn was the, the, the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency director. Mike Flynn was also a very vocal opponent of the Iran deal, of, of international terror. He, you know, he wasn't these workplace violence guys right. who use euphemisms for terrorism. The Obama administration didn't like that. The Obama administration was worried about Mike Flynn because Mike Flynn had information, being the DIA director, on the Iran deal, how dangerous the Iran deal was for the United States. Flynn couldn't stand the Iran deal, and therefore Obama can't stand Flynn. So let's set up some basic tenets of the story. You already have the lead. You already have the headline. Mike Flynn was set up. It's clear as day, and I desperately wanted to get this out last night. Hoping maybe tonight I'll be on Ingram or I'll be on Hannity on Thursday to explain this. Obama can't stand Flynn. Why do they have to make Flynn go away? Because they know Flynn is going to be an influential player in the Trump administration. He had been out on the campaign trail with Donald Trump. Trump names him the national security advisor incoming. The Obama team is terrified. Why? Because Flynn's got the goods. Flynn's got the goods on Obama. Obama can't stand Flynn. This is about as true crime a story as you are ever going to find. This is, the, this is the most destructive spy tale in modern American history, except for the fact that this crap actually happened. Obama can't stand Flynn. They have got to make Mike Flynn go away. So on December 29th, 2016, two things happen. Mm-hmm. Mike Flynn is not in the United States. Not a coincidence. Mike Flynn is vacationing in the Dominican Republic and Mike Flynn places a call or has a call, I should say, to be precise, with the Russian ambassador, Sergei Kislyak. Also, earlier on December 29th, I'm doing them out of order for a reason, because they actually happen in reverse order. Obama kicks some Russian diplomats out of the United States and shutters a facility in Maryland, not far from where Joe's studio is. Centerville. That's right. Joe remembers well. Mm-hmm. It was a big story in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Now, Obama kicks the diplomats out. Why did that with diplomats, the Russian diplomats out? Uh, diplomats. Diplomats. <laughs> like a first baseman's mitt. The diplomats. So good. I, I love this new uh, diplomat I got. But I tell you, the ball sits nice in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> the, R- Obama kicks these diplomats out of this facility in Centerville, Maryland, in Queen Anne's County. I read them out of order because the order does matter. And I wanted to highlight it by doing it uh, the wrong way first. Flynn then gets on the phone with Kislyak, the Russian ambassador. Obama doesn't like Flynn. They need to make this guy go away. Folks, it is now obvious what happened here. Why would Obama... Why would Obama kick Russian diplomats out of a facility... And the reasoning they give in Centerville, Maryland, is absurd. Now, listen, the Russians are not our friends. I think this is crystal clear. Putin today, as a matter of fact, is trying to start up a new uh, a nuclear race, which will devastate his country, just like it devastated the Soviet Union in the Reagan years. Uh, these are not our friends. But it seems like an awfully odd move to kick diplomats out of a facility. Joe, how far? Guess a minute. You're very familiar with Maryland. Mm-hmm. 
Give the audience a guessment. How far is Centerville out of Washington, D.C., miles-wise? I mean, you know, plus or minus, uh, you know, 10, 15. No, I'm not asking for... I don't know. It take, probably takes 45, 50 minutes to drive there. It's about Easy, it. right? Yeah. So it's not it's not like a, a D.C. suburb, right? It's no. not Montgomery County. The Centerville, Maryland, ladies and gentlemen, is on the eastern shore. Right. Um, you have to cross. You have to take Route 50. Right. Uh, and you have to cross the Bay Bridge, which is one of the longest bridges in the world. It is not next to D.C. No. Now, the reasons given for closing this facility, I may read to you a Baltimore Sun. Joe knows the paper well. Yeah. A Baltimore Sun piece written on December 29th after this happened. When they're talking about the steps, they're talking about the closing of this diplomatic facility. I'm going to tie this to the setup of Flynn in a second. Just be patient. It's important you get the background. The steps are part of a sweeping package designed to punish the Russian government over what the U.S. intelligence community has concluded was a concerted effort to interfere in this year's presidential election. Russian operatives are suspected of hacking into the computers of the DNC and Hillary Clinton's campaign chairman and leaking private messages through sites Including WikiLeaks. Wow. Isn't that nice? Fascinating how that narrative is already there. This is December 29th, 2016. Mueller hasn't even been announced yet. As a, there's, there's no special counsel yet. So December 29th of 16, the Baltimore Sun and others already have the narrative that the Russians use WikiLeaks. This is going to come up again in a minute, thanks to a friend of mine who uh, has been a very good source in this case. The narrative is already there and established. Now, one of the reasons given for shutting down this facility in Centerville, Maryland, the reason I pointed out the distance from Washington, D.C., Joe, is, oh, this could have been used for a spy hub. Really? Really? I remember. You get where I'm yeah, going I with this show? That, yeah. That specific facility is the spy one you hub. shut down yeah. because that's the spy hub? Yeah. You're not looking into the other facilities in and around D.C. that are probably more apropos for spying and clandestine activities. Why shut that one down? May I suggest to you folks that the Obama administration on December 29th is in a bit of a panic in 2016 because they know Mike Flynn's coming in as the national security advisor. They know the Trump team is not listening um, to uh, to uh, the Obama administration. The Obama administration, remember, Obama, Joe mentions one name to Trump when they have their conversation after the election. Obama's the president. Trump's the president-elect. They're talking about the transition. Obama mentions one name to Trump, someone he really, really wants Trump to consider booting off his team. And he says, you got to worry about this guy. Who's the one name? Does it begin with M? And, and, and with E and another uh, last name begin with F that ends with N. Uh -huh. Yes. Mike <laughs> Flynn. Obama mentions one name to Trump. Hey, you better be careful about this guy. Get him out of there. None of it's working. Listen to what I'm telling you here. He is desperately trying to make Mike Flynn go away. And the Trump team isn't listening. This week of shows puts it all together for you. We talked about the Uranium One cover up on Monday. Uh, yesterday, I talked about the whole scandal from plan A to plan C, the mop up operation. Now I'm talking specifically about Mike Flynn's role in all of this because Flynn knows everything. Flynn was the head of the DIA. He is clearly aware of how damaging the Iran deal was to the United States. And if you listen to Monday's show, you will understand the role of the Uranium One scandal, the Russians buying our controlling assets in our uranium fields, and their efforts to support the Iranians in building a nuclear weapon. 
This is all tied together. Not loosely, by the way. This is all fact-based stuff. The connections are there. How you interpret the connections is up to you, depending on your, your bias in the case. I'm telling you what happened. The Obama team clearly wants Flynn out. But it's not working. So what do they do, Joe? Instead of taking hard action, and a hard action against the Russians, expelling the Russian ambassador, shuttering some uh, Russian facility in D.C. that was a more practical use. Obama has to do something without starting World War III. You digging where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah. Why? Because Obama knows full well that this Russians hacking the the, uh, election to help Donald Trump's story is is a fairy tale. The Russians have been been trying to, 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 to impose their will on our electorate and our process forever. There's nothing new here. It wasn't being done to help Trump. It was doing it was it was being done but what we call in our book, my my Spygate book, it was a mutually assured intelligence destruction campaign. The Russians mess with us, we mess with them. The Russians weren't tra- the Russians were trying to benefit the Russians, not Donald Trump. <laughs> Obama knows this. But Obama needs to foster the narrative now that the Russians were a serious threat because now he's starting to realize and the reason he was slow to advance this narrative that the Russians were there to help Trump. He was slow. Remember, it's December. The election is a month and a half earlier. This is December 29th when this happens. Follow me on this. This is an important, critical show. Please, I'm humbly, respectfully asking you to spread this around. Please. The Obama administration is slow to respond after the election's shocking loss because one, they didn't expect to lose, but secondly, Obama's in a pickle. What's the pickle he's in, Joe? He can't admit he sat around for two years and did nothing while the Russians infiltrated our election process and basically overthrew an election. He can't say that. It makes him look feckless. So he's very slow to respond. We don't start to see substantive moves by the Obama campaign, uh, excuse me, by the Obama presidency on its way out the door against the Russians till right as he's about to leave. Why do I think that happened? I think the pressure from the Clinton campaign, the Democrats, the donor base, and others who had supported Obama in the past to do something and say something to make sure that they knew this election was illegitimate, was overwhelming. In other words, people with influence over Obama probably went to the Obama team and said, listen, I understand this is going to put a stain on your presidency. By saying at the end, the Russians influenced our election process while you were the president. But you have to understand, Mr. President. We cannot lend any air of legitimacy to this monster coming into office now, Donald Trump. This is them talking, not how we feel. Mm -hmm. You see where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. We have to crush this guy now. We need you to come out and do something against the Russians, even if it makes it look like you're doing it. Um, after the election and you just let this stuff happen during the election process. Are, are we making sense? Obama's doing this delicate balance. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want to admit he let the Russians screw with our election process because he was the president. But on the second, on the other hand, the Democrats, the parties he's aligned with, does not want Trump's presidency or a coming presidency to be legitimate. So they have to foster, foster a narrative that Trump colluded with the Russians to win and the Democrats didn't really lose. The side that pushes Obama To say the Russians did it and colluded with Trump, but you screwed up and let it happen wins. And Obama comes out and makes some substantive moves. But the substantive moves, Joe, 
cannot be moves that'll start World War III here. Sure. Why? Because Obama knows the story is complete garbage, and so do the Russians. The Russians know full well they didn't collude with Donald Trump to win the election. The Russians know full well they have a role in messing with us. Don't, again, I cannot say this enough. These are not our friends. But that they colluded with Donald Trump to win the election is a false narrative. Obama is not going to risk leaving and walking out the door on December 29th. <laughs> Just get it out. Yes, Trumpsky went on by himself. I, I can see. We, it. I, I see your face. I Joe needs to do a Russian we, accent once a show. We did not need to help him. <laughs> they, they know this. They know they were Stupid. messing with us. And Obama has to act. Well, yes, I can see you needed to get that out. <laughs> Thank you right? very much. Yes, there you go. Now your fix is it. Joe got his Russian accent out. He's good at voices. They have to get this thing out and they have to get it out quick because they have to delegitimize the Trump campaign, the Trump campaign and the Trump win. And they're running out of time. Obama acquiesces. But again, they don't want to make this move because they don't want to start some international nuclear race or World War Three over it. So he picks a facility, in, a rarely used facility in Centerville, Maryland. Now, am I suggesting there was no spying going on in that facility? Of course not. I'm just suggesting to you that given its distance and location, and if you read the Baltimore Sun piece, even a, 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 an intelligence analyst that's quoted in the piece says, listen, this probably wasn't the epicenter of their spying activity, given its location. Why do that one? Because Obama, again, does not want to start a massive war by shutting down a critical uh, spying facility the Russians have closer to D.C. So he makes this cosmetic move on the eastern shore of Maryland and up in Long Island, New York, and he shuts what's essentially a vacation facility for Russian spies and diplomats. Right. A cosmetic move, folks. Granted, one that pissed the Russians off. But a cosmetic move that doesn't risk anything. Well, why would he do that? Why make a cosmetic move, Joe? If it's only cosmetic, why bother? Why not just come out and issue a statement? Because he needs to piss the Russians off just enough to do something, but not enough to start World War III over. I didn't think of it that, no. Of course you didn't, because you're not Dan Bongino. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm messing with him, folks. I'm not that arrogant or stupid. It's Joe Dan humor. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even said that on <laughs> We have a different dynamic here. Sometimes it, it bleeds over on the air. Sorry, dude. Yeah. No, no, no. It's good. He has to do something that will piss the Russians off to take action, but not really do anything dangerous. What kind of action do you think he needs the Russians to take? He needs the Russians to make a phone call or to ask for a phone call. Ask for a phone call to who? Mike Flynn. Oh! Because, again, Obama can't stand Flynn. Flynn knows the dirty deeds. Dirty deeds, the dumb dirt cheap. He knows them. He needs the Russian ambassador to call Mike Flynn or vice versa. He needs it to happen stat because what are they doing? They're listening in to Flynn's phone calls, ladies and gentlemen. They are unmasking Mike. They are essentially wiretapping Mike Flynn. Now, why is the December 20th? To reverse it back to the beginning. Why is the December 29th? I said two things happened. Flynn is on vacation in the Dominican Republic. 
And the Obama team takes this furtive action here to close a cosmetic facility on the eastern shore of Maryland, not the epicenter of Russian spying by any stretch, but just enough to piss the Russians off to talk to him right as he leaves the country. So put it together, folks, put it together. The Obama administration has been spying on the Trump team the entire time. They have the FISA warrant. They're in the middle of, what is it, the third renewal or the second renewal of the FISA warrant. The Obama administration has significant numbers of communications with the Trump team. There's a FISA warrant out there. They have been monitoring the Trump team and unmasking the Trump team for a long time now. They find out Flynn is leaving the country. They need a transcript, a recorded conversation of Mike Flynn discussing something anything of diplomatic uh, relevance with the Russian ambassador, they need a transcript so they can do what? So they can later on interview Mike Flynn about the same phone call, catch him in the smallest of lies, and charge him with what? False statements to shut him down. That was a forced phone call. Yeah. It was absolutely, Whoa. it was absolute. They knew exactly what was going to happen. Whoa. December 29th, two things happened. Mike Flynn is not in the country. He does not have access to the secure comms network he would have had in the United States. He's in the Dominican Republic. The Obama team clearly knows this. The Obama team waits. December 29th, when Flynn's out, knowing they have to get rid of Flynn because he's the linchpin to exposing the, this, the disgusting Iran deal. He's coming into the Trump administration. He's going to be a significant player as a national security advisor. Obama's warned him, Trump, I don't want this guy around. Trump gives him the middle finger and says, we're going to do what we want, but thanks for the advice. They have no other way to get rid of him. They wait for him to leave. They boot these Russians out of this largely cosmetic facility on the eastern shore, knowing the Russians will be pissed. Knowing they're going to call who? They're going to call Mike Flynn as the Obama administration's listening in, taking a detailed transcript of what was said. They immediately take the transcript, knowing he discussed sanctions on that call. Knowing it. They take that transcript. They show up at the White House. They don't mention it's any kind of a criminal interview at all. Peter Stroke. And uh, Joe Pianca uh, are in that interview. They interview Flynn. The 302s of that interview, in other words, the written summaries of that interview, we still haven't seen. They interview Flynn. They indicate there was no evidence of deception. Although they indicate there's no evidence of deception, Flynn is later charged with making false statements. How you can make false statements out of no indicators of deception is a mystery to everybody. What does that have to do with last night? Ladies and gentlemen, when you read the sentencing paperwork, there are a couple things that jump out at me. The sentencing paperwork references substantial cooperation between Mike Flynn and the special counsel. People are freaking out. They're emailing me. They're, they're texting me, friends of mine. They're tw- people, followers are tweeting me. What do you mean? Is Flynn a rat? No. You're reading this all wrong, ladies and gentlemen. You're reading this all wrong. I want to show you something. Here. This is from the sentencing paperwork. It's going to make sense. Do we, just, can we wrap part one first? Part one of this show. 
Flynn was set up. Obama waits for him. To, they wait for him to leave the country where he's not going to have access to the detailed network of secure comms. It's going to be easier to pick off all his calls and unmask them. He leaves. Obama boots these uh, diplomats out of this facility, knowing the Russians will call Flynn. They're there to scoop up the entire conversation and the transcript. They need to use that transcript later on because they know Flynn's not going to remember every detail. And they're going to use it later for a false statements charge. My guess is the Department of Justice, Joe, was entirely unwilling to charge Flynn with false statements until who came into the scene to rescue the the Obama administration? Bob Mueller. My guess is the standard Department of Justice channels in an effort to prosecute Mike Flynn with the old school bureaucrats said, we're not charging this guy with false statements. Are you crazy? The FBI already indicated he was be- he wasn't being deceptive. And then Bob Mueller comes out and says, ah, you know what? I can handle that. Don't you? Well, we'll charge him with false statements. And no one, of course, wants to fight back against Mueller because you'll be accused of obstruction of justice. Right. They have to shut Flynn down. Now, here's where people are screwing this up. So again, part one of this whole thing is very clear. Obama set this guy up. Yeah, before we, you know, good point. Before we go to, uh, let me get to this because I do have to pay for the show. But part two of this is going to make a lot of sense because you're reading this thing all wrong about the cooperation. Flynn is not a rat. There is something going on here we're missing. All right, uh, today's show also brought to you by our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition, the finest nutrition supplements on the market. Uh, one of my favorites out there that they put that uh, they put together. I, I asked them to do this a long time ago because I love these products, but I found that they weren't really um, as high quality as they could be. Is a fruit and vegetable supplement. Here's the problem, right? We all know fruits and vegetables are the key to a long and healthy life. Uh, to prevent, you know, preventing cognitive decline, uh, healthier immunity. We need fruits and vegetables. Well, what's the problem? The problem is they're difficult to prepare. Uh, you have to shop for them. They're perishable often. Uh, and it just takes a while sometimes to cook them. So some of us don't get the fruits and vegetables we need in our diet uh, every day. So what did a, what did a, uh, Brickhouse Nutrition, what did they do for us? Sorry, I'm just so excited about today's show. Brickhouse Nutrition took high quality fruits and vegetables, ground them up into a powder. This is not extract. This is real, fresh, high quality, life-enhancing fruits and vegetables ground up into a powder. It's not extract. It's not garbage. It's real food. This is the real deal. It's wonderfully tasting. It has a nice berry tinge to it. You put it in water. You put it in green tea. You put it in juice. It is your servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. It is the staple to a good, healthy, long life. Better looking skin, better looking hair, your immune system, your, everything from your performance to your general health. We need your fruits and vegetables. This should be the staple of your daily routine. A couple of servings of Field of Greens every day. Field of Greens, Field of Greens, Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up your bottle of Field of Greens today. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up a bottle of Field of Greens today. All right. So part two of this thing, right? It's clear they got to shut, uh, they have to shut Flynn up. Now you may say why. I had a guy this morning said, sometimes you just need to explain to us why. Well, obviously they want to f- shut Flynn up because Flynn knows the dirty details on the Iran deal and everything else. They don't want him inside the Trump administration destroying Obama's legacy. It's as simple as that. It's really no more difficult than that. Mueller's there to sweep up the mess, and Mueller knows that the Obama team was engaged in some very serious criminality. Mueller's here to sweep that up. In order to sweep that up, they have to keep the attention on Flynn 
and off of the Obama team. Now, a guy asked me this morning, can you indicate where the criminality is? It was a good point. He said, Dan, you know, you talk about a lot of these dastardly connections, but sometimes you fail to mention what the actual criminality is. Fair enough. Sometimes I take that for granted, given the fact that I was a federal agent, that everybody knows it. My fault. The criminal offense here that it appears to me Mueller is trying to make go away by keeping the attention on Flynn, Joe, is a Title 18 USC 793 charge. Mike Flynn's name was leaked to David Ignatius of the Post, January of the Washington Post, January 12th of 2017. His name was leaked along with some details of his call with Kislyak on December 29th. Remember what I told you? Two things happened on December 29th. Obama gives the Russian diplomats the boot to make sure they're pissed off enough to call Flynn. The Obama team's waiting right there to listen in on that phone call, a phone call they use later to interview Mike Flynn for a potential false statements charge. The name of Mike Flynn is unmasked. They were listening on the call. It is leaked. That is a federal felony. Somebody in the Obama administration, Joe, unquestionably, unquestionably committed a federal felony. Who that person is, I I am responsible enough to not accuse a specific, if I don't know, and I don't know exactly. I don't. When I don't know, it's be irresponsible for me to accuse someone of a felony and not know exactly who it was. But what I can tell you, and you can take to the bank because you can read the January 12th piece by David Ignatius yourself, is somebody committed a federal felony in the Obama team. They leaked an unmasked, essentially wiretapped American citizen's name to a reporter to print in the paper. Do you understand how devastating this is to the Obama team? He has to get Flynn out of the picture. But what's the problem with Flynn? They don't have anything. It's clear the FBI was not interested in prosecuting Flynn on false statements. Mueller comes in. Of course, Mueller is because he's the cleanup guy. Clean up aisle four. Mueller decides they're going to charge Flynn anyway. Here's where the substantial cooperation comes in. Let me read something to you from read the show notes today. They are awesome. Really, really good. Byron York has a terrific piece on my show notes at the Washington Examiner. Please check it out. From Byron York's piece. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry. This is from, uh, this is another piece of the Washington Examiner. The York piece has a lot of in there too. In addition, Mike Flynn provided prosecutors with, quote, firsthand information about the content and context of interactions between the transition team and Russian government officials, said Mueller's filing. Conversations that occurred in the weeks before Trump took office between campaign members and transition team members. Everybody's reading that going, he provided, Mike Flynn provided uh, content and context about, what is he, a rat? You're reading that all wrong. Folks, are you, you're aware there's no collusion, right? Mike Flynn cannot possibly provide information about collusion between the Trump team and the Russians because it didn't happen. Mueller now desperate to get uh, Flynn to plea, but probably not looking to put him in jail forever, but getting him to shut his mouth and keep him tied up in the justice system for as long as he can. He delayed the sentencing up until now has nothing on Flynn. And how do I know this? I can't tell you everything. But I can tell you this, 
Flynn's cooperation was exculpatory. Why are you assuming Flynn's cooperation was cooperation against Trump? Right. It says nothing of the sort in the filing. Everybody's tweeting me. I get it. I totally understand because we've been so skeptical about how everything's gone down. Oh, my gosh. Flynn's a rat. A rat for what? There's nothing to rat on. He didn't do anything wrong. Either did the Trump team. The Mueller team, folks, interviewed Flynn 19 times. If Flynn was guilty of being a central figure in a collusion scheme, to influence the United States election to benefit Donald Trump. Why the hell would you need 19 interviews to get there? Think of this like a federal agent. If Joe robbed a bank, how many interviews does it take for me to get Joe to admit he robbed the bank? 19? (laughs) Folks, he provided content and context which says to me the Mueller team probably beat this guy to the to, to snot out of him. I don't, I don't mean that literally, but the investigative snot out of him, bringing him back and back and back. What about this email? What about this email? What about this email? Of which Flynn probably had to come in every time and say, I was the national security advisor incoming. We were dealing with one of the world's premier nuclear powers on a potential. It, it would be political malfeasance of the highest order for the incoming national security advisor, the most powerful country in the history of the known universe to not do preliminary political and diplomatic work with the world's premier other nuclear superpower on the other side of the globe, the Russians. So the 19 interviews were probably exculpatory or else Flynn would have pled guilty to a conspiracy to collude with the Russians or some treason charge. Instead, he pleads guilty to a false statements charge and Mueller recommends no jail time. And the left is celebrating like they have something here. Folks, 19 interviews, context, content. This is clearly the Mueller team after they get new emails for Flynn or new transcripts or new conversations going back to Flynn and saying, hey, did you speak to the Russians about this? Yes, we did. We talked about whatever. We talked about NATO. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. He's an incoming national security advisor. And each time they have this interview, Mueller has what, Joe? Ungats. He has nothing. Nothing. How do I know that? Because there's nothing about a conspiracy in the actual charge. Now, the left again is added again with, oh, no, Joe, it's in the redactions. There are significant redactions in the addendum to the charging documents, the sentencing documents. Folks, I am positive those redactions are not damaging to the Trump team. I think when those redactions are unredacted and you see them, you're going to see it, it, it covers the content of the interviews Flynn had with Mueller, where Flynn is explaining away how he was simply doing the business of the national security advisor during the transition phase. In other words, Mueller's probably redacting this stuff in the DOJ because it's exculpatory for Trump. Flynn wasn't ratting anybody out. 
Flynn was explaining how the incoming administration was doing incoming administration stuff. Folks, this guy was set up. He was set up. The Obama team waited for him to leave the country. Took action against the Russians. Listened in on the call and then used it as a predicate to go and interview him under the basis of the Logan Act, which has never been successfully charged in the history of the United States since its implementation in 1799. And is not even constitutional. If you go back and listen to my show, Joe, this is ironic. I didn't even intend it this way. I think it was a year ago today. I recorded it from the Trump International Hotel. I believe it was December 5th of last year. It was a road show. I recorded it at night with Joe. It's either December 5th, December 6th, right around my birthday of last year. Mm -hmm. I talked to you about another angle to this. How the impetus to get Flynn and get him out, folks, again, because he has information about the Obama administration. The Obama administration does not want out when he becomes the Trump administration national security advisor. They need Flynn to go away. I talk about how they were trying to find something on Flynn and you start to see trial balloons getting floated around D.C. amongst Democrat leaders up on the hill about the Logan Act, the Logan Act. The Logan Act is a ridiculous, unconstitutional, nonsensical piece of legislation a law that says you cannot uh, engage in diplomacy uh, with uh, with foreign countries if you're basically not a representative of the United States in conflicts with the United States. The Logan Act is nonsense. John Kerry was just overseas negotiating with the Iranians. Why isn't he guilty of it? Because nobody would dare charge it in actual trial. But if nobody would dare charge it in actual trial, Joe then why were the trial balloons being floated around D.C. during the Trump campaign that, hey, there may be a Logan Act thing going on? Because they had nothing else, and they understood fully that if they could just get someone on the Trump team on recordings and transcripts talking to someone in a foreign government, notably the Russians, that the Logan Act stuff they talked about prior could be used as a predicate to interview them later. Desperation. Desperation time. Please tell me you're following. They need a predicate desperately to interview Flynn and other Trump team people. They don't have anything. They've tried everything. Plan A, the unmaskings and the 702 database queries. They've got nothing there. They've tried a FISA warrant on Carter Page. They've got nothing there. They're targeting Papadopoulos. They're using spies. They've got nothing. Now they need a reason, Flynn and others, to target these people and get them out. So what do they do? They start floating up on Capitol Hill. Oh, the Logan Act. We could, you know, Joe, why are they? Let me me ask you. Maybe you could figure this out for the audience. Mm. Why do you think they're floating that up on Capitol Hill, the Logan Act? Because what do you think Democrat hacks up on Capitol Hill are going to do to that information? They're going to put it out where? With their media buddies. But yeah, I mean, they're going to blow it up. Yeah, push it as they're hard as they can. They're going to blow it up and, yeah. and start the narrative in advance. They did. Which they did. Yeah. Because if you read the January 12th piece by David Ignatius, Ignatius, when he talks about Flynn, 
I have this. Sorry, folks. I don't mean to jump around on you. I just want you to understand how devious this thing was. I remember that show. It took me all that time to remember. Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Here, this is from uh, this is from Ignatius's piece. According to a senior U.S. government official. Gee, who was that? This is the federal felon, by the way. Flynn phoned Ambassador Kislyak several times on December 29th. The day the Obama administration announced the expulsion of 35 Russian individuals, as well as other measures in retaliation for the hacking. Now, that was from another here. This that was from uh, Ignatius's piece. But I'm trying. I want to hold on. This is really important. Here we go. Look, look, look. This is from the piece on January 12th. Somebody is floating this to the media. Somebody's floating this to the media to give the Obama administration a plausible motive for interviewing Flynn because they don't have one. Ignatius writes in the piece. What did Flynn say? And did it undercut the U.S. sanctions? The Logan Act, though never enforced, bars U.S. citizens from correspondence intending to influence a foreign government about disputes with the United States. Was its spirit violated? The Trump campaign didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. Ladies and gentlemen, do you believe for a moment, for a moment in time that Ignatius did not get that from the same guy who committed a fe- or woman who committed a federal felony and leaked Flynn's name? Hey, we got Flynn. We got Flynn on tape talking to Kislyak. Hey, another thing. Hint, hint. I think he violated the Logan Act. Ignatius, to his credit, writes, though never enforced, is probably like the Logan Act. What the hell is that? You mean the Logan Act that's never been enforced in the history of the United States? Yeah, yeah, but we got Flynn on it. It sounds, but Ignatius should have done it. But it sounds to me like you don't got jack freaking squat. That's what it sounds like to me. And you're making up crimes now. The Logan Act? But Ignatius doesn't go that far. Because he's not doing real investigations. He's putting out a narrative for the left. The Logan Act. All of a sudden, in the, in the bubble, Joe, the media, the Logan Act, the Logan Act, the Logan Act. The media, like a bunch of stupid lemmings right off the cliff. We got him on a Logan Act. The Logan Act's not real. Do you remember that? That was nuts. Yeah. Of course, it, it, it exists on paper, but nobody takes the Logan Act seriously, or John Kerry would be in jail. Boom. They need a predicate. They need a predicate to interview Flynn. But why? 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 Not because this is read the Mueller sentencing thing yesterday. He conveniently mentions the Logan Act, although it's not charged. In the sentencing paperwork yesterday, Flynn was charged with false statements. He was not charged with the Logan Act. So why does Mueller mention it? Why does Mueller mention the Logan Act? Because the way he mentions it in the sentencing paperwork, it's clear he's covering for the Obama administration because the Obama administration only interviewed Flynn because of violations of the Logan Act, which is not real. It only exists on paper. It has never been used. Mueller is putting it in the sentencing guideline, in the sentencing paperwork, to cover for the Obama administration. Are you tracking what I'm telling you? In other words, hey, the Obama team interviewed Flynn because they had a good reason, the Logan Act. Look, it's in the sentencing paper. It is not a good reason. It's a joke. It has never, ever been successfully charged in the history of the United States. It's a farce. It's not even constitutional. He was the incoming national security advisor. Mueller's paperwork is solely there to cover up the Obama team, inventing a fake reason to talk to Flynn. Why? Because they had the transcript. And once they had a reason 
to get the camel's nose under the tent and talk to Flynn. They absolutely knew they were going to nail Mike Flynn on a false statements charge because nobody remembers a conversation. Nobody from weeks prior, word for word, like somebody who's reading a transcript of your conversation right in front of you. Nobody. Once the interview was going to be the crime, the minute they got in the door to interview him, they knew there was going to be a false statement charge because nobody is going to remember the details of a call like a transcript. Nobody. I don't remember what I talked to with Joe yesterday. This guy was set up. He was set up. cannot believe it. I cannot believe these some some entrepreneurial media type doesn't get their head out of their caboose and just look at this what happened. You think it's a coincidence Obama booted these diplomats on the 29th? You think it's a coincidence Flynn was out of the country on the same day? How did they know to unmask his call? They were waiting for him to leave. They were waiting to get a transcript, but they couldn't go interview him on a false statements charge. Why? He hadn't talked to them yet, Joe. So they needed a predicate. The predicate had already been floated around Capitol Hill and David Ignatius and the Washington Post already picked it up. Oh, we'll interview him because of the Logan Act. They didn't want to show up unannounced. Nobody wants a story in the newspaper. FBI interviews Mike Flynn. Why? Because they don't like him. They couldn't have that. They needed a reason, and the media was the perfect vehicle to get that reason out there. This is incredible. All right. All right, one more. I want to I've got a lot more, folks. I may have to roll this into another show because it's I wanted to put this out last night desperately. This guy was set up. This is an abomination of justice. All right. Uh, Today's show is also sponsored by Talkspace. The online therapy community lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. It's really easy to use. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Can't imagine fitting anything else into your life? Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. Just chat about life. There are no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and absolutely no judgments. Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes in your life. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Bongino and use the code Bongino to get $45 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Bongino. That's the promo code. And go to Talkspace.com slash Bongino. That's Talkspace.com slash Bongino. Talkspace.com. Dot com slash Bongino. Really great folks over there. I really enjoy the, uh, them being a sponsor. It's a great company. They do a lot of really good work. Okay, part three of this. And so just 
tying it up, part one, he was set up. Obama absolutely wanted to record a call and their team. They were going to use the call later for a false statements charge. That false statements charge, they needed a predicate to interview him first. Can't get false statements if you don't interview him. They float to the media, the Logan Act. The media dutifully picks up the story. They go and interview him about the Logan Act. The Logan Act appears in the sentencing paperwork of Bob Mueller, essentially giving the Obama administration a reason. Hey, look, Bob Mueller wrote about it. The Logan Act must have been real. Here's the part where it gets really, really disturbing. As a source of mine keeps, uh, he's pretty good. What's fascinating is what keeps appearing in all these sentencing documents. There's a sentence in a line, Joe, that keeps popping up in various uh, forms in these sentencing documents. That's an interest to all of you. And it was a really good point. Bob Mueller, as he's interviewed Papadopoulos and others, keeps writing into the sentencing and prosecutorial paperwork that the lying, the false statements charge that people have been charged with, Alexander Vanderschwan, uh, George Papadopoulos, and Mike Flynn, that they somehow impeded the investigation into the Russian collusion thing. Oh, this was a genius point this morning, which I'm like, yes. It's pretty clear now where Mueller's going. The Corsi case and all the other stuff that's been happening recently about WikiLeaks. Mueller cannot prove that the Trump team colluded with the Russians. But what Mueller can prove is that the uh, WikiLeaks released some of the DNC hacked emails and uh, Hillary's campaign chairman, right? Mm -hmm. He knows that, Joe. Mueller has been chartered with finding Russian collusion. He cannot find because you can't prove what didn't happen. So what Mueller looks like he's doing now is he's going to equate the WikiLeaks release with some coordination between that and Russian officials and the Trump team. He doesn't have that. So what is he going to do? He's charging all these people with false statements to impugn their credibility. To do what? To write a report. I told you repeatedly, Mueller is not here to find collusion. There is none. He is here to put together a politically damaging report against Donald J. Trump to be used for impeachment purposes later or to make sure it can be used in the 2020 re-election campaign by his Democrat opponents to embarrass him. Please tell me you get this. This is critical. Part one was the setup. Part two was the Logan Act predicate. Mm -hmm. Part three, Mueller's report. Mueller's report right now and Flynn's role in it is becoming very clear. Mueller's report is designed to be politically damaging to the umpteenth degree. So either Trump is impeached or has no chance of being reelected. Bob Mueller's ego is enormous. He doesn't like Donald Trump. He needs to take Trump down. What's the problem, Joe? Mueller's charter was to find collusion he can't find. So he's going to write a report suggesting what? That, well, you know, WikiLeaks released the emails and WikiLeaks has potentially some ties to Russians here and there. And we would have gotten to the bottom of the whole thing, Joe, if everybody hadn't lied to us and impeded the investigation the whole time. Yes, this was a brilliant, brilliant. Here it is from the Papadopoulos paperwork. It disappears over and over there, right? And throughout Mueller's uh, writing so far, what we've seen. Talking about how the FBI agents interviewed Papadopoulos as the agents asked the defendant, going back to the WikiLeaks and maybe the Russian hacking and all of that and all of that. They're not the same thing. 
Were you ever made aware that Russians had intent to disclose information ahead of time? So before it became public, did anyone ever tell you that the Russian government plans to release some information, like tell the Trump team ahead of time that's going to happen? The defendant responded, no, they're talking about Papadopoulos. Folks, look at all of the sentencing paperwork for all of the people involved in this case. Mueller has this sentence in every single one of them, either about a WikiLeaks connection, hence his interest in Roger Stone or Jerome Corsi. And he subsequently has the same line in just about every one that the lies by the defendant, they're charged with false statements, impeded their investigation into determining the Russian connection. Here is where they're going. This has got to make sense to you. Someone please out there, you know who I'm talking about. All of you terrific online folks have been doing really good work on this case. There's tons of you. Someone please look into this. Mueller's report is going to suggest that the only reason they couldn't prove Russian collusion is because all of these people they interviewed about it were charged with lying. And they impeded us. We would have found it, but it's just not there because they're all liars. Do you get the WikiLeaks connection now? Yeah. He's putting the he's he's conflating the WikiLeaks leak of the information with the Russians. Notice all the questions. Did you know about WikiLeaks and the Russians and all of that? It's not the same thing. We have no idea to this point where WikiLeaks got the information from. Mueller's report is going to insinuate that the WikiLeaks stolen emails that they published were received from the Russians. They may have been. We don't know that. Track me. Bob Mueller. WikiLeaks may have gotten this from the Russians and released it. People associated with the Trump team had some dealings with WikiLeaks. People associated with the Trump team lied to us. Therefore, the collusion's out there, but we just couldn't prove it because they lied to us. This is this is the this is unbe- this is like Spygate Two part. Remember Naked Gun Part Deux? This is Part Deux. This is Mueller trying to write a report that loosely connects apparently independent, seemingly independent events into a a longitudinal narrative. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable what happened. That's how Flynn fits into this thing too. Flynn clearly gave um, context and content to Mueller, provided information. The information is redacted. I'm telling you, I'm sure of it, that Flynn's information was exculpatory for the Trump team. They want to destroy Flynn's credibility as a witness, so they charge him with false statements under a Logan Act predicate. Because Flynn is a tier one level witness, that collusion didn't happen. He was close to Trump. He was his national security advisor. They have to destroy his reputation. So they mention in the charging documents for Flynn and Papadopoulos and Van der Schwan at the law firm that was working with Manafort that oh, all these people and their lies impeded our investigation into Russia. Mueller's going to say, we would have found the connection between WikiLeaks, the leaked emails and the Russians and the Trump team, but all these people are darn liars. Ah, shucks. Now do you understand, too, why the 302s, 
the investigative summaries of the interview with Mike Flynn by those FBI agents at the, at the White House are so important. If those 302s were in any way altered, were, made, were changed, rewritten, or in any way altered to indicate Flynn was guilty of something he wasn't, false statements, then there's going to be hell to pay. One more thing on Flynn. Wow, that was uncomfortable. Donald Trump's at the funeral, and he just leaned over to shake hands with Michelle Obama, and Michelle Obama gave him that stare. That was totally unnecessary. Just, you know, shake hands. It's a funeral. Um, One more thing about Flynn. You may say, you know, Dan, all right, you keep mentioning that the FBI was reasonably confident in their interview with Mike Flynn that he wasn't being deceptive. But follow me here. It's pretty clear that Flynn did not mention, at least to the FBI agents, that on that call with Kislyak, they had discussed sanctions. But they did. We know that, Joe. The FBI had the transcript. That's not in dispute. Sanctions were discussed in that December 29th call. So, Joe, as an entrepreneurial person you are, you may say, Dan, you're almost proving the FBI's point. Yeah, If the FBI had a transcript of a phone call between Mike Flynn and the Russian ambassador on December 29th, where sanctions were discussed, and Flynn said they weren't discussed. Mm -hmm. So, and then you're telling me the FBI didn't think he was being, how was he not being deceptive? Maybe there was a reason Flynn didn't remember the exact contents of that phone call. Folks, let me ask you just a basic, simple question. You've had a lot of phone calls. Uh, Many of you are involved in high-level business people. We get a lot of calls and emails and stuff. I mean, uh, emails and communications from military folks and cops, people with very serious jobs. Yeah. You've probably had a lot of very serious conversations over the last three, four years. Is it possible, just possible under moments of stress, under moments of not stress? I'll get to that in a second where you're on the other side of the spectrum that you may not remember every detail. It doesn't mean Flynn was lying. The fact that Flynn did not recall sanctions being discussed doesn't mean he was lying. Where was Mike Flynn on December 29th when the call with the ambassador occurred? He's on vacation. Yeah, doggy. It's in the Dominican Republic. Well. What do people do on vacation? <laughs> we may have to cut that out, Joe. Uh, a few Sorry. shots. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, we had a good internal Joe dad here. People on vacation. You're in the Dominican Republic, taking a break. You've just had a long presidential campaign. Think about what people do on vacation. Have a, maybe a few drinks. Is it just possible that given it was two weeks later, that Flynn was on vacation, was in a relatively relaxed moment, was probably eager to get off the phone and get back to his taking a quick break before he became the incoming national security advisor? I ask you, is it just possible that the reason the transcript contains a reference to sanctions, but Flynn doesn't recall this conversation about sanctions, is because he just didn't recall it? Maybe he was in uh, having a good time at the time and was just eager to get off the phone and didn't recall the exact specific details. There's a reason the bureau guys did not think he was lying. Reason is he wasn't. He just didn't recall. 
Folks, what happened to Mike Flynn is an absolute abomination. An abomination. There is zero question in my mind, zero, that Flynn spoke to the FBI agents at the White House that day and gave him an honest, truthful recount of what he believed he spoke about with the Russian ambassador. I'm not apologizing for Mike Flynn. He doesn't need it. I'm simply suggesting to you that the Bureau absolutely knew when they walked out of that Flynn was not lying to them. He just did not recall the details of the conversation. But the Mueller team had to shut this guy up to hide this entire Logan Act setup on Mike Flynn. They had to shut him down and shut his mouth and give the Obama team a cover by writing up this sentencing thing, indicating the Logan Act was used, assuming that this was some kind of a legal out for them. It's not. This is such crap. This is such garbage. I am so desperate to see those investigative summaries of that interview. What exactly was he asked? Why can't we see them? This guy was set up. I'm telling you he was set up. And this is clearly the narrative right now he's going with. They're trying to discredit everybody. They're trying to discredit everyone involved with this case. It's gonna, that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. The narrative is going to be in this report. You heard it here first. It's going to be WikiLeaks was dealing with the Russians and we just can't prove it because everybody we interviewed on the Trump team is a liar. This guy was set up. This is an abomination. Folks, please spread this around. The truth about Mike Flynn has got to come out. You are being grossly misled. And don't believe the hype that this guy was a rat. He was not a rat. The context and the content he provided, the reason it's redacted, I'm sure of it, is because it reflects well on the Trump team. Not poorly. You know what? what? One more thing. It says Flynn provided substantial cooperation in another case. Not related to Russian collusion. Because it wasn't handled by the Mueller probe. What case you think that is? What do you think? It was the Lindbergh baby kidnapping? You think maybe Mike Flynn, who has some internal knowledge of things that happened in the Obama administration may have been talking with Huber or his other people about things that happened with the Obama administration. Remember, there's only so much Mueller can do to keep stuff quiet and keep a lid on it. Maybe I'll get into more of that on uh, tomorrow's show. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please subscribe to the show. It's free. I really appreciate it. It helps us move up the charts. We have made some dramatic jumps this week, thanks to you. Again, it is free. The show is available on iTunes for you iPhone users. You just go to your podcast app on the phone, and it has a subscribe button right there. It is totally free. You click the Get button, you get all the episodes. If you go to iHeart, you can click Follow. Again, that's free. SoundCloud, you can follow us there. Spotify, go on Google Home, on your, uh, on your Amazon. I'm not even going to say the Amazon home speaker thing because it turns everybody's home speaker on. You know her name. Starts at an A, ends, uh, starts at an A, ends at an A, right? Uh, please subscribe to the show. We really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. Thank you so much. Um, I'll see you all tomorrow. Please, folks, fight back against this. Flynn didn't deserve this. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.